0: Welcome back to the Divorce Solutions Podcast, everyone. I'm Jamie West from Divorce.com, along with Tracy Miller, veteran family lawyer from Miller Law. Tracy, good to have you back. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful discussion we're going to have today about communicating positively.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This, is, this was definitely my suggestion about, I don't know how many, I think we should say it every other podcast so people get them as a chair because it'll make such a huge difference if well, they get it.
0: Well, it does. And, and it, it, not only, we've talked about it before uh, on the show a few times, but this doesn't just apply to, uh, to people that are separating or uncoupling, which is actually the new, apparently the P.I. word for oh, yeah? separation. Yeah, yeah uncoupling.
1: Ay, ay ay.
0: Uh try and keep <laughs> up with that, will you? Uh, but it also applies to professionals themselves and how Absolutely. professionals themselves, lawyers, parenting coordinators, accounting fee- people, all the people that are involved in these types of things should be communicating with each other. And what are the kind of hard and fast rules that you see uh, as, a, as a lawyer?
1: You know what, just when you said that, um, I follow Ryan Kriznik on Twitter. And Dad, he's he's, and he's a lawyer he's a okay. lawyer yeah, he's a lawyer out of Toronto and um people should look him up on uh, if they're on Twitter because he has posts about how lawyers should conduct themselves uh, and they are awesome. He hits the nail on the head, but it's you know it's what you do if people are sending these toxic letters or the lawyers are toxic or whatever it is. So yeah, people want to get some insight into kind of our side of it. Um, they should take a look so. Well, we're going to book him as a,
0: as a guest on the podcast uh, sometime uh, in the very near future uh, as well. But, but Because you're right, he's always beaten the drum about, you know, um, being nasty, writing poison pen letters, mm-hmm.
1: um, playing games. Uh, and and, give, and, and, and giving some really good direction to counsel that are doing it about what do you do if this is what happens? The other lawyer is you know, it's stupid and let no, I shouldn't say stupid if they're obnoxious in letters or they're writing the letters like you're saying, or if you can't get them to actually negotiate, all they want to do is send you that garbage, how to handle it and how to try and move it forward.
0: But you had I'm going to stop you there for a second. You had the descriptor right. There are some mm-hmm. lawyers that are stupid. People have a people have a, an idea that because lawyers are highly educated, that they're, you know, they're smarter than everybody else. The truth of the matter is they're human beings like like everybody else. And you can be as book smart as you want and have no common sense. And and a lot of, no. I shouldn't say a lot, very few actually fit that bill. But boy, when you run into one, you sure know it.
1: Yeah, and people need to realize sending uh, obnoxious, aggressive letters doesn't move your matter forward. It jacks up your legals because everybody gets ticked off and everybody gets polarized. And it absolutely does not impress judges when judges see that, that lawyers are sending that type of stuff. So there's just no good reason to do it. But I think, again, people have this conception of, you know, from TV of thinking that that's what you're paying people for is to write those obnoxious letters. And that just couldn't be further from the truth. It doesn't get you anywhere.
0: It's interesting. I've spent a fair uh, amount of time uh, in court, both as a litigant and as somebody who observes um, family court. And it's amazing to me the number of times I've heard judges use the word helpful or unhelpful yes in describing some matters like the way you just gave an example uh you know a judge might say to um a lawyer how did you think that you know a 300 page affidavit was going to be helpful (laughs) to this family today sir or ma'am
1: you know that's what we're talking about here right or even worse, what a client doesn't want to get painted, but the same brush, right? If you get a really aggressive communications from lawyers, the last thing you want is the judge to think, well, you're the one behind it. You're the one that, that wanted this garbage to go out, right? Right. But some clients want uh, lawyers oh, yeah. to act yep. like,
0: like tigers, and they put a lot of pressure on, mm-hmm. on you and your colleagues to go in there and kick some butt. And yeah. it, that's got to be hard to resist when a client's putting that kind of heat on. Maybe not for you, but for some.
1: Well, I was just going to say, I think it takes a certain amount of experience, A, dealing with clients, and B, knowing that judges are not impressed by that kind of drama. So it's not just having the ability to say to clients, I'm not, you're wasting my time and your money doing that because you are. Um, But it's also getting across to them, this is not going to move it forward when you're you're in front of a judge. It's just not, right? So I think they have to see the self-interest in it.
0: Right and as for let's move it off of uh, mm-hmm. lawyers and bring it back to yep. uh, people who are separating, I, every time I say that I, I'm tempted to say the word litigants it's always on the tip of my mm-hmm. tongue but I, tr- I try not to say that too much even though I just said it because <laughs> I don't want people to think about litigation I don't I want that out of their minds Agreed. I, I you know I, I just don't want people to be considering that as the sort of foundation on which to go forward with it with a separation and so you've got the people who are separating they're unhappy at least one of them's unhappy that the marriage is broken up yeah uh, they're probably both unhappy about how it's going to resolve or stressed out or fearful etc 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 and that's when we get into difficulties with what we say and how we say it and I, you know, listen, I'm probably guilty of every mistake you can possibly make in that <laughs> department. Again, that's why after a yeah. long education, I've wound up trying to help people avoid the mistakes that I have, I've made communications wise, because your emotions will get the best of you at times and you will react or you will, you will overreact. So the first rule, let's just, I'll just throw an example out to you, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Um, I send I send a, a nasty email to you, and you know it's got an insult in it, maybe a couple of insults. Um, what do you do with that? Are we a client or are we separating? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're separating. So let's pretend let's pretend we're the let's pretend we're a okay. separating couple. Okay, so I'm separating from you, and I send okay. you a, a really shitty text. Yep that says nasty stuff in it.
1: Oh, and I see them all the time. People want to come in and show me the phone and show you how there's a whole page worth of this garbage. Um, A, don't react. There's rule number one. You don't want to be a reactionary. And that's always the biggest problem with texts. But any other message, whether it's whatever it is, Facebook's emails, whatever, put it down and walk away from it right? Until you're in a calmer frame of mind. You don't want to just jump on it and go, okay, you bastard, I'll just tell you every horrible thing I ever wanted. And now you're going back and forth and you're accomplishing nothing, absolutely nothing other than raising your own blood pressure. That's, That's- absolutely
0: true. If anything, yep. if you're involved perhaps in some therapy, take it to your therapist and, and read it in, in therapy and, and talk about it there. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You've got to stop, breathe, and and put it away there's there's no people often think i've got uh, this demands a response right this second that's probably the second mistake is
1: thinking that a a response a is either required b or that it has to be right now or both absolutely and i you know if in the text somewhere the question is can i pick the kids up early and there's this giant ugly text it really should be a yes or no answer right? You don't have to respond in kind. It just makes you look as bad as they do. I will tell you that if you're sitting in court and then there's this text war and they both are devolving down into that. The judge looks and thinks, well, well, one's just as bad as the other. If the answer is yes or no, fine. Then that's all your response is, right? You don't have to go on and say, well, no, you can't pick them up. And I bet you it's because you want to change because your new girlfriend and you were never reliable. No, no, no. The answer is, well, no, sorry, I can't do that today. Right. And,
0: and there's there's a couple of things uh, to, to consider here, too, when it comes to written communication with your ex directly. You know, if you're doing it, um, you know, without the advice of of your lawyer or through your lawyer, um, then you you've got to consider a couple of things. One, anything that you do write can be used as evidence against you Absolutely. going forward. Yep. But but the other part of it is a lot of what you write is not going to be considered as much evidence as much um, as much in an evidentiary way as you may think it is so in other words there are some people for example that use the um, uh, our family wizard um, app which is a great app because it has a tendency to keep people honest and I'll just say that name again our family wizard there's a few others out there as well Um, these are these are apps where people um, agree that that's that's the only way they'll communicate is is over this, and it timestamps everything. And there's a there's a meter that measures your tone in what you write. Yeah, and it's a really smart idea, it's, yeah. and it really and it helps people keep their communication uh, m- much more professional, much more clean, and much more organized, including things like expenses. And it sounds like I'm doing a sales job for our, our family <laughs> wizard here, but it, it does all of that, and and all of those things contribute to keeping conflict uh, reduced. But but if you think that judges are going to sit around in other words if you think you're going to use portals like that to uh i don't know paper the other person and they just send
1: a lot of self-serving stuff right
0: and judges are going to sit around and read 70 or 80 our family wizard texts and consider that an affidavit they're not
1: no but the beauty i think of something like our family wizard is um, if I take the kids to the doctor and I shoot you a text saying I, I took them and here's what they said, if you choose that's not proof. to read, read that for a week or if you choose to read messages on the other side of it and not respond to it, I think that's where our family wizard is really useful, right?
0: Yeah, fully agree. But if it, again, yeah. but if it's going to get into uh, like back-and-forth sniping... No, no it, nobody it, wants to read that. The judges are just going to throw that aside because they, they just don't have time. Uh, for that kind of uh for that kind of stuff they, they they're too backed up
1: uh as it is so so sorry go ahead no i was just going to say i think you can control the stress in your own process um, by how you respond right you need to be short you need to be to the point i i still think one of the one of the tests is would you send that text to your boss
0: yeah that's a good right one. would you a good probably
1: one. not because you may as well think of a judge or an arbitrator as the exact same thing so you don't want that type of stuff out there and again it accomplishes nothing i've had i've had that conversation with so many clients whether it's texts or phone calls or whatever it is and the phone calls that get ugly and they're half an hour long and i said well what did you accomplish at the end of it well nothing yeah and well, there's
0: there's the point
1: yeah then then what's the point right yeah exactly so and,
0: and then the other thing is is social media again we, oh, we've done po- podcasts on social Lord. media but it's worth mentioning because it, it it's not a uh, social media is not going anywhere. It's become a fixture of our lives and our society. Yes. Like it or lump it. And I lump it um, mm. for the, mo- the most part. So social media is not a place to uh, go off waxing on your, on your ex. Or even trying to sneak little messages out onto social media is not a good thing to do. Um, I don't
1: I don't think this emotional dumping and putting it in any type of written form is is smart at all. Period. I mean, I tell clients it should be a social media blackout. Period. Yeah, anything absolutely. to do with this divorce case, right? Like it's just it doesn't accomplish anything. And I think people that you know, they send messages on Facebook, or they block somebody, and then somebody else gets some messages and forwards it to the other person. There is just no reliable way to put stuff out there about your separation, or in particular about your ex, and be guaranteed that somebody else isn't going to get their hands on it. Well, I like the idea of a of a
0: blackout, and I give the mm-hmm. same I give the same advice to to my clients, and in fact, it's right on my website uh, under social media. It's like, don't do it. For a Just while, don't give it a break. The other reason to give social media a break when you're going through a separation is it, it, social media is not generally a good thing for us. Psychologically, it, yeah. it tends to make people feel like they're lesser than because everybody puts, uh, everybody creates an image on online that their lives are perfect. And when everybody's doing that, then people that are already feeling, uh, like their lives have taken somewhat of a negative turn, feel even worse. So, you know, my my advice, I'm not a therapist, but my advice is just stay away from the things that, you know, might make you feel crummy. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's that simple. I, I, I say the same thing about people with self-medication. Don't Don't do things that are going to make you feel worse. Like, don't start drinking because you think you can... You know, you're in a country music song and you think that uh, somehow that's going to make you feel better. It's not. Don't self-medicate. Get help from a medical doctor. Get help from therapists. Get help from professionals. Absolutely. If if you're feeling that
1: way, um, and, and do that instead. And appreciate that this is maybe the most stressful event you're ever going to go through in your life. It just is. And don't underestimate the stress that's involved. And it doesn't make you weak if you have to go and see a therapist or you have to do something. I mean, so many people that you, clients that you see, uh, that's, that's what happens. They end up having to reach out and hopefully they do it at the beginning. Because if you wait till you crash, if you wait till it hits you and you've done nothing and that's, it's just not good for you, right? You need to get on it at the beginning and figure out how you're going to look after yourself through this process.
0: Right, and one more thing I want to throw in there too is is um, if you're one of the parties that's separating, do your very, very best to communicate in a professional way yeah. with prof- with your professionals. Mm-hmm. Don't beat up on your lawyers. Don't beat up on the parenting coordinators. <laughs> yeah. Don't beat up on on the social workers. Etc. Etc. It just doesn't. You, there's no return on investment. Absolutely. From that, always try to be professional and polite. That doesn't mean that you know you you can't stand up for yourself
1: when you need to. But even standing up for yourself can be done professionally and politely. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. I, and you know one thing. I don't want to miss um, the other thing about social media, which I would be worried about, or even messaging. Um, I would be afraid your kids would get it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the big one right there. I'm glad you mentioned it. And you
1: just think, good God, once you put that stuff out there, you just don't know if it ends up in your kids' hands. And you you don't want that, right? You don't want them in the middle of that nonsense. You just don't. So it's another awesome reason why. Just don't do it. They probably know more about Facebook and Instagram and everything else than you'll ever know, you know?
0: Yeah, so stay away from it. Uh, while you're going through, um, you know, more challenging or difficult times. Um, Speaking of challenging and difficult, I'm going to try to get through our uh, legal disclaimer here, which is a a necessary part of the (laughs) program. Uh, And it goes something like this. The Divorce Solutions Podcast is only a discussion of legal, therapeutic, financial, and communication issues that can arise in the context of family separation. This podcast is not intended to give you any advice on your personal situation. Every situation is different. You should consult with your own lawyer for legal advice on your particular case. We hope our discussions will make our listeners take a close look at the process options available to them. Nothing discussed on the podcast constitutes individual professional advice specific to the listener's personal circumstances, whether legal, therapeutic, financial, or otherwise. And as we stress on every show, you need to get your legal advice from your own lawyer, your accounting from your accountant and uh, therapy advice from a therapist. And we hope that you'll be able to resolve the issues in your situation in a cost-effective, expeditious way that will benefit your family. How'd I do? Yeah, not bad. Oh, not not bad. bad. Wow.
1: (laughs) I guess I still have a little rust to kick off. (laughs) No, no, that was pretty good. I don't know. I read it the last time. I don't know. That's a
0: a good, no, that's a good,
1: uh, that's a good middle of the road. Uh, review. You're
0: tough. I mean, you know? You, you know, you'd be tough if you were a judge. You're you're a oh, lawyer. Good Lord. I yeah. can't imagine coming in front of you as a judge. I'd be running for the hills. Oh, anyway. my God. Yeah. <laughs> tracy, <laughs> how do people get a hold of you if they'd like uh, to uh, talk to you about uh, legal matters or mediation?
1: If contact me, it's, uh, you can email me as tracy at miller law.ca. And it's Miller Law and Mediation on the net. You can find me.
0: All right. And uh, you can find me, Jay West at, I gave out an old address there. Jay West at divorcecom.ca. Visit divorcecom.ca and you can see what I'm on and on about. And uh, visit Tracy's website as well. And by all means, let everybody know about the podcast. Will you share it with them? And uh, let them know that there's some uh, there's some good conversation going on about separation, and that uh, they're not alone. Anyway, Tracy, thank you yep. for this. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon.
1: Yep. Take See care. you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.